Hi everyone, this is Catching Up with the Nerds with your hosts, Tom and JC. This is a podcast about two dads that are catching up on all the nerdy stuff we miss, sharing how we pass on our nerdy passions to our kids, and deep diving into nerd pop culture to make it more accessible for you. Welcome back. Hello. Oh, well, Yo. That was that. <laughs> ah, so you're back. You're back. After I'm your back, week, man. Your week of vacation holiday. My sabbatical. <laughs> My sabbatical for sure. I want to like find myself again, Tom, and go like, yes. what can I do? What can I do to make the show more interesting? And I had no real good ideas. You had nothing. No what epiphany. I, had, I had nothing. Okay, that's fine. I had nothing. But uh, but I heard Sarah held down the fort, man. Always a lot yes. of good guests, and Sarah's one of my favorites. So I'm glad that she was on. And she'll be back. She'll I know be she's back. listening. She'll be back, y'all. There you go. Let so. me talk to the talk to the people. Let's talk to the people. And then shall we introduce ourselves, and then we'll talk real good. Sure. Go for it, buddy. Sure. Um, hi, everyone. I'm Tom. I'm half of the Catching Up With A Nut podcast. Uh, I'm the little French guy in the Franco, what is it called? Franco-Honduran podcast that we are. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, that's how that's I want to say. Um, been married for a while to my lovely wife, Elizabeth. Uh, and I've got two kids, one who's four named Louis and another one who's about to be 12 in August um, named Emily. We are all nerds, uh, especially my kids. They're more nerds than nerdy than I am, but you know, that's how you do it. That's how you do it. Uh, and we all love video games, comics, anime, uh, and I think that's about it. What about you, sir? Yeah, so I am Juan Carlos Garay, but he calls me JC. I am originally from Honduras, but got to Portland, Oregon, where I live now, via London, where I met Tom. And uh, along the way, I managed to marry a, a wonderful woman named Fiorella and have two kids, uh, one that will also be 12 in August and is also a huge nerd, um, nice. particularly in the anime space. He mm. is uh, nerdy beyond belief and has started watching The Flash Show, which I'm very proud of. It was like DC it's... in the house. Yes. Um, and a, a little girl, uh, so I was Aiden, I'm a 12-year-old, and a little girl that is now six years old named Arabelle and that she is starting her nerd nerd adventures uh with uh my little pony and uh which 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 is a whole universe yeah in case you didn't know uh um, the, the ponyverse and that's a yep. whole other conversation mm. uh but uh and that's it and i love my graphic novels i love a good nerdy show i love a good nerdy novel and occasionally dabble in video games that's me <laughs> all right excellent um so this week what are we on about uh a little Marvel show that you guys may have heard about. It's The Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah. So we um, we we were covering WandaVision on a weekly basis. And that was tiring. So because we are slightly lazy <laughs> and we are dads, so we don't have all day. <laughs> we have all the time in the world. Um, we thought, you know what, this is just six episodes. We'll cover one, two, and three and then we'll uh, do another episode with five, six, oh, sorry, four, five, six. So this is not a um, plot review or anything. It's just a broader review episode where we'll get, dive into what we think the, the, the bigger themes are and what we liked, what we didn't like, and where we think this is going. So this is it. And, and, and to your point, Tom, this is almost like the mid-season like, review, right? It's, it's like we're, 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 we're halfway through. And we might apply this to some of the other Marvel shows that don't like Wanda just allowed itself to be talked about on a weekly basis. Whereas yes. I feel this doesn't, uh, but it's a good time to do it right now, like mid season. That's absolutely true. And it's, uh, it's Easter Sunday. So I'm going to use my, my wife's jokes. And she oh. said, uh, <laughs> good, get your eggs. Um, 
you know, we won't talk Easter eggs. <laughs> I don't want to talk about Easter eggs. I got burned by WandaVision with that. Um, yes. So we'll, but we'll talk about that in a bit, of course. But yes, for, for those yes. who are listening today or tomorrow, the day after, I hope you had a good Easter day or yeah. are having a good Easter day or a good Easter weekend, you know, whatever rocks your boat. Anyway, shall we proceed and get on with it? Because there's a lot to cover, but we'll try. We'll try to make it as, uh, as uh, you know, as short as we can. Not short, good quality. Before we start, shall we do our? And and at some That's point we're you. gonna we're gonna slice in like a theme song here, going like da 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 da. The nerd minute. What have <laughs> we been nerding about this week, Tom? Oh wow! Well, JC. Oh wow, that's, that sounds <laughs> professional. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking for music. Yeah, I, I, I will. I will add some music in there at some point. Um, nothing out about uh, a little game that came out a while ago. Um, actually, is uh, Cyberpunk, um, ah, which came out. Yeah. I think. Well, I can't remember. Like a bunch of a few months ago, but. Um, that was a highly anticipated game, and it had a lot of. Uh, we won a lot of awards before it came out, which is still a mystery to me how you win awards before a game is actually out. But that's not the point. Okay. And um, again, highly anticipated by everyone. It came out in a bit of a, a bit of a shit show um, because it was I a heard. finished product. It had a lot of um, crashes and bugs that would literally crash your consoles or your PC if you play on PC. Um, a lot of weird physics you know like a lot of weird physics in the game like you have flying cars but they're not supposed to be flying or just people reacting weird and graphics that would look odd um yeah. so you know they've they fixed a lot of those bugs um with the release of uh, of a patch a couple of days ago and, and i saw that i was like ah you know might be a good time to get into it so i got, got myself off amazon you know yeah big yeah. corporation and i went there and i went okay and i, I want that game got it and i've been enjoying that really oh, enjoyable so they uh, fixed it okay good they, they fixed a lot of things so if you go on their website there's like a, a, a long page of patch 1.22 release yeah. notes and it's like points after points after points you never it's an endless list of stuff they fixed um so i think it's working fine there should be a playstation 5 upgrade coming up soon so it'll look even better but it looks already amazing um but yeah that's that's what i've been doing this week it's just it's just i, I just thinking about it makes me want to play it again. So I might, I might do that after the podcast. Relieve and, those. And yep. is it uh, 12-year-old friendly? No, it's an 18. Oh. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. And, 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 you, and you would agree that it's 18? Because sometimes oh, yeah. those ratings are a bit no, 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 no. There's, oh, yeah. okay, okay. there's, 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 there's <laughs> violence. There's nudity from the start. Um, there's... There's, there's swearing there's everything that you shouldn't show your kids i mean you just just you spend the first 20 minutes creating your own characters and modeling your character that you, you can whatever eyes call you know, the classic um, things you do from um, on any rpg games yeah um and it's first time ever in a game that they let you choose between having a male parts or female parts and you actually see it <laughs> it's like you can oh right okay so just not to go into too much details but you can even choose the length of your manhood oh my god i'm like okay that's pretty uh, pretty out there uh and then right. one of the first scene one of the first scene has female female nudities one of the first mission so i was like yeah you have <laughs> answered my question very well so sir you can laugh. yeah yeah it's not i, I wouldn't advise for any having your kids unless you're okay with it but 
as, as yeah, a no, and yeah, exactly, and and no, no judgment, but yeah, okay, we 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 have given our disclaimer, we have given <laughs> our, our our common sense media review of it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, common sense media, exactly. That's what we do now. Uh, what about uh, you? Uh, yeah, so no, actually, just uh, finishing uh, two things. Uh, just finishing up um, uh, Doomsday Clock. So mm-hmm. it's the the DC run that was put out by Jeff Johns. Uh, so it's uh, collected in a in a volume set. I think it's uh, uh, I think it's like a thirteen issue run or something like that. Um, and for anybody who's not uh, familiar with it, a Doomsday Clock is basically the crossover between Watchmen and the DC universe. So, so the premise of it is, uh, you know that, I mean, for anybody, spoiler, spoiler, spoiler alert, if you haven't read Watchmen, skip ahead like the next 25 seconds or whatever. Um, but at the end of Watchmen, um, uh, Dr. Manhattan just gets bored with that world and goes away. Dr. Manhattan is like a super being, right? And he's got, I'm out, like this is kind of boring to me. Um, and, and the premise is like, what if Watch, uh, uh, Dr. Manhattan shows up in the, Earth, the version of Earth across the multiverse, that's the DC version of Earth where we see like the superheroes we know. And, and he shows up and starts manipulating the superheroes there. Uh, and it's really fun, actually, but it's one of those that it's it's very plot heavy, like a lot of stuff is happening. There's like a, an alternate version of Rorschach. Um, you get to see like Superman and Batman, of course, uh, like they've got the amazing like like uh, panel where like you see Batman and Rorschach like staring each other down, which is awesome <laughs> because the Rorschach was kind of an analog in some ways of, of, oh, yes. of Batman. So uh, there's a lot of really cool like fan stuff in there, but also the plot's really heavy, like really, really, really heavy plot. Uh, so I'm just, I'm, I'm in like literally like the last 20 pages I'm going to finish off tonight. Uh, and I, I just hope it pays off. But so far it's been a fun ride. So I, I recommend it to everyone. It's super fun, like a um, uh, comic run. Okay. Well, uh, as usual, I might, I'm saying the same, but I might, I might get into it. Add it to I, have to, I have to, I have to get, get my comic book game way up i need to uh, get back into it. i've got i've go. got a bunch of them just in my library and I've, I've not touched them just yet you know nice sad sad nice <laughs> right um all right let's get into it then um yeah shall we do what we were doing with the wonder vision episodes which is your overall um what what you thought about yeah not the episode but the first three episodes what, what's your 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 take on it How do you, have you enjoyed all of it I will let you go first because oh, okay. I think I, I I might be more critical. I think. <laughs> so I, I, yeah, I know what you mean. So we've so we've got our little spreadsheet as usual, and uh, <laughs> from the first no, from, no, we 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 don't deviate too much. I think our opinions no. are slightly similar, but um, yeah, I, I just I, I think it's a good buddy comedy show somehow there's there's some things in there that remind me of those 80s um action buddy comedy it's like even yeah. series or movies right there's something in there um so the first the review of the first three episodes is like okay i, I enjoyed episode three i thought it was great first yeah. two apps slow as hell uh i get it that it needs to reset and sort of reframe the story again back yeah. into where we are and what happened and you know sort of recap but it wasn't that bad. It's just slightly slow. I, I wish they, yeah. I, again, it's like, I think it's like Wonder Vision. We said the same. The first two episodes, you could have made it into one episode and then get on yep. with it. I think it's yeah. sort of the same with this one. I thought you could have done what they've done over the first two, uh, get into one, maybe slightly yep. longer episode one, but it would have worked. It would have worked too. Um, and I think that the, the one thing I really love about 
those first three episodes is the 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 themes which we'll again elaborate on in a yeah. second but um the the themes that i talked about i think are very um they're, they're very, very much with the times we're in right now yeah. um and they're very important and i think it's really cool that marvel is digging yeah. into those those themes yes. i think that's pretty much it but, um, and but again and and the, the overall um not some i was gonna say some it's not the word i'm looking for the overall um, feeling i have about the show is that it's not it's that should have been released before one division i think um in the schedule and i think it's a bit um against my it's my opinion or my feeling only but i it, it does feel like ish, it it's kind of suffering in, in what the way people see it and the way people are enjoying it from coming after one division yeah, as in Wonder Vision was such a massive bang from the start, you know. It's like it's like this is what's coming next, and you're like, okay, it's cool. It's it's more of an action show, whereas Wonder Vision was more about magical beings and stuff. So this is a bit okay. more, um, you know, reality based, I'd say. Um, but again, it's it's a totally two different shows. So I'm trying to be very mindful not to compare the two of them too much. Correct. Yep. Um, but I know online there's been a lot of discussions like saying, oh, Wonder Vision's better. I'm like, okay, but it's two different separate projects. So, but I'm, like, sorry, in the back of my head, I, I still feels like, oh, Wonder Vision was a bit more enjoyable and this is a bit slow, but it's its own show. It's its own thing. It's different. We shouldn't compare them. So that's where I'm at right now. And also the, the stakes are very different. Like yeah. this is like, like earth level stakes. And the funny part is that at the end of the day, the stakes in Wanda were actually just a town, but we kept thinking it was like universe altering states, yeah. right? It's like, we thought like everything's going to change. Our lives. So that's like, it, it felt like it operated in a different level where this feels more grounded. It's like, yeah, it's like Baron Zemo. Like he doesn't have any like superpowers, right? It's like, there's no magic. And to their point about like- He's Batman, uh, he's got money. That's his superpower. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and to their point about what is it? Uh, 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 robots, wizards, and uh, aliens. It's like, yes. that's a perfect, like, it's none of those things, right? In, in this yeah. show. And I, that's a perfect way of setting it, right? Um, mm. my, my overall feeling is like, I've, I, I've enjoyed it for sure. Like definitely enjoyed it. But for all the reasons I thought I wouldn't, um, so, so I'm enjoying it less as a buddy comedy and, or like buddy action comedy. And I'm enjoying it more as like a spy thriller. Like okay. that, that's the part that's like, okay. like, like clicking with me. Uh, we'll get into it, but the, the body, the buddy comedy part for me is like falling flat on its face. <laughs> like I'm really not there for it. Uh, and I'll tell, right. I'll, I'll talk more later, but, uh, but, but no, but overall, I think it's, I haven't said that. I think it's super enjoyable, solid show. Like I, I really like I, I think it's well done. And what to the biggest thing I, I'm taking away to your point about like it starts off slow. Uh very much not like Wanda, but to your point, we shouldn't compare, but I am. Um, this feels like a long movie. Like it, it yeah. feels like at, at the end of the third episode, we're setting up the second act. Like, yes. like as soon as they get to like Zemo, it's like, oh, that's the second act. That that makes total sense. So that's why it kind of starts off, so it wraps up. So it's like, it could be a long movie, like a six hour movie easily. Uh, <laughs> and I'm kind of enjoying that actually. Like, I like it. Yeah. It's cool. Yeah. It's, um, uh, it's, it's, it's interesting that, um, I just don't, I just don't, it's, it's, it's sort of annoying me that we, we comparing it. And even if we don't do it on purpose, but like that we comparing it to Wonder Vision because it's, um, 
it's totally different. It's, it's two different settings, settings, it's two different storyline, not storyline, but two different um realities in a way. It's two, it's two different worlds almost. Um yeah. I lost my point. <laughs> the, the um the 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 thing is uh, god I forgot damn it no I had a very good point no <laughs> about how Zemo even has like a butler kind of like Alfred <laughs> yeah well he's Batman he's Batman he's what totally Batman in this <laughs> well, was, oh yes that's why that's why that was my point um but I won't cut that but I'll, I will leave it all in because it's it's the Sunday we know since my present to you guys um you'll see let's keep it real time. let's keep it real like the show is um I think Winter Soldier is gonna be well Falcon and Winter Soldier is gonna be a bit like Civil War because we we're watching Civil War now um last night with, with the yeah. family just oh. to sort of um, understand where the Falcon and Winter Soldier story comes from and where it yep. left off and why um, yep. everything is the way everything is the way it is in, in that show. And rewatching Civil War is it, to to us when we watch it as a family, uh, doing the whole Marvel Universe thing. Civil War was like, okay, it's a good film. Um, and now rewatching it again, it's like, actually it's it's such an important film within the entire universe. It's like a pivotal. Yep moment yep. in the entire story right there's there's such a there's so much so many things that are happening in there that are defining the rest of the story the way with um, where people interact with each other within the team and how they go in different ways and how they reconnect and how they save the world ultimately yeah. and i think there's going to be the same thing here with this show and it's, it's going to be looked at you know when you as you're watching it you'll be like eh, all right it's good it's solid mm-hmm. and then in a couple of years time you'll maybe go back to it and you'll be like Huh, those things that the events that took place in this series, they were so very important to the, the rest of the storyline. I, I don't know about it yet. I'm just, again. Uh, no, I 100% agree, dude. I think they're setting up a lot. And if anything, and, and I've got like a whole segment, like a whole part that I would talk about that mm-hmm. they're setting up, I think, too much. Like, I don't know how you're going to land everything. Possibly. There's a lot being set up. But again, it's, it, it, and that's why I don't agree with a lot of people online again. It's like, there's people, people are like, bashing the ending of WandaVision like oh we didn't get answers for this and that I'm like yeah okay not now you'll get those yeah. answers in the films like in two three four years down the line yep. it's not it's not not everything is meant to be answers you're not supposed to get answers from these shows like every single plot point and questions you've got you're not going to get them now and you should know by now like if you've been following Marvel for the last 10 years you should know by now you're not going to get answers well you're likely to get answers for most of the things but yep. not right away Correct. The payoff is not right now, and it's even better than than getting those payoffs now. Like it's getting those payoffs payoffs in five six years. I'm all there. Like I, I like that. You know, remembering. I mean, look look at the 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 payoff of Endgame. I, I yeah. still go back to my favorite scene, Endgame, on your left cap. Yeah, yeah, that was set up like like easily Ten like years. five five years or more. <laughs> yeah, it was like so long. So yeah, no, I'm I'm there for it for sure, and I think this show's gonna do a lot of that. And so what, shall, yeah, 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 shall yeah, we go. shall we dive into the themes then? Yes, yes, yes. Um, what do you want to talk talk about first? What's the first thing I, that you think? I mean, cool? I, I think we we have to touch on the, like the the one that I think is is I'm, I'm maybe not surprising, but I think to your point is very important. It's like the theme of racism in the show. Yeah. It's front and center. It's in your face, and I'm I'm loving it. So, so I think I think the favorite scene, the favorite scene from um, Ellie's point of view, like we're watching it together, and she love air quotes um, that scene in the bank, 
Um, do you remember when Sam goes yes. with his sister yes. and trying to get a loan and they, they, there's an explanation to, you know, and, and it's, it is very um, racial heavy in that sense. But then her favorite second, second scene actually is the one where Sam is hanging out. Um, oh, what's his face? Um, Isaiah? Isaiah? House yeah, Isaiah Bradley. Episode two? Yes. Is that episode yeah. two? That's episode two. Uh, that is episode two. Yeah. yeah. Um, where suddenly the, the cops the cops show up just because there's a white dude talking to a black dude and it's like, hmm, what's going on there? Yeah. And Ellie was like, oh, that's that's interesting. They've put that in there because usually that's not the things you that's not the sort of scenes you would see in in um, in uh, superhero movies. Not, not at all, right? And I think she loved those two. And she said, oh, the fact that it's in there is very interesting. So yeah, and, and, and like you said, it's very interesting that they are touching upon that subject because that's a very, 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 very raw and touchy subjects and it's very hard um, discussions to be had with that so and it's something that the the comics have never shied away from right so i'm glad that it's finally making its way into the mcu um and and i i just think that they've they've taken very interesting moments to highlight that right it's yeah. like the fact that they they were just uh either yeah they were coming out of isaiah bradley's house and they picked that moment they picked the first show to like really like show you the life of Sam, right? It's like, we never got a backstory for Sam for outside of like, oh yeah, he works with like at the veterans, uh, like with veterans and like helping yeah. them with like mental health or something. And and that's as much as we got. And he just likes to run laps around the the, the Lincoln Monument, right? Um, and now we get to see a sister, but also like the struggle she's had the whole time that everybody was away during the blip, the implications of that on her and the like parents. their 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 roots in Louisiana, like all that stuff is like, I really love that story, but that has to be rooted in something more for Sam. And just like instantly mm -hmm. in that first episode, like countering him giving up the shield, trying to do the right thing. And then at the same time, that bank scene, you're like, that's why it doesn't work, man. That's why the country's broken. It's yeah. like, it, it should never be that way. And then and then when the the loan officer, that's the part that really gets, like it boiled my blood to what it happened. Cause it's mm -hmm. like, they're going like, no, no, you'll never get it because of this, this, this and that, even though you're an Avenger. And they start talking about like, where do you have your income from? And then of course we, we, once again, we go back into like Avenger financial status that we kind of touched on with like yeah. vision, having a will and like, Sure, there, there's some financial planners out there salivating to like get a hold of like the Avengers <laughs> and figure out their whole financial situation. Yeah. But I mean, it's like he touches on that, but then he asks them for the selfie. And that's yes. the part that got me, man. I was like, are you kidding me? But it, that, but that's what would happen. That's just totally that, what would happen. He went, hey, F your life, but can I get a selfie real quick? Like, totally. Like <laughs> totally. You, I'm but, like, the, the funny thing, though, I saw that, that something completely unexpected I saw on Twitter after that, right after the episode show um, aired. It was people saying, oh, how come Tony Stark didn't leave any money behind for, for like, for the Avengers, you know, for everyone in there? Yeah. He should have left a little something in there. I was like, well, yeah. you know, he was bankrolling everything anyway already. Yeah. <laughs> All the tech was paid and made by Tony Stark and everything yeah. else was, was done by him. But anyway, I thought that was a bit of a pointless, uh, <laughs> pointless debate that was going on online. I was like, okay, fine. Sure, yeah. if you want to go there. Um, but yeah, the whole scene, I was like, oh my God, it, it, it made me angry. I was like, you know, it's, it's, and it's not even like, okay, you don't know what Sam's doing. Like he's an Avenger. It's not, he's not trying to, um, trying to abuse the system and trying to get a loan because he's trying yeah. to, no, no, he's trying, he's, he's trying really hard to make things right. And it's just weird that, you know, oh yeah, that scene, that scene, that was the same. Yeah. When he was yeah. like, 
oh the disconnect from the guy is like no i don't want to give you money can i get a can i get a selfie now because <laughs> yeah. you look at like what the if you would have just kept the shield that scene would have not been necessary like he would he, he could have just milked it because we see that in the next episode with john walker just going on all these like press meetings and like being on good morning america and stuff and i'm like yeah sam could have just milked it and he did the right thing and guess what happened he got screwed over i'm like dude that classic textbook mm. american screwoverism it's like every <laughs> capitalism time 101 yep totally yeah, that's, that's capitalism 101 so yep. Yeah, so that, that's one of the themes. Uh, but the other one that to me was like, I, I was once again surprised they leaned to, into it again because they did it in WandaVision is mental yep. health with Bucky. Yep. And we got that in the first episode, which I thought was one of the better moments of like mm -hmm. the, the whole show is like Bucky's list. Uh, and, and, and what we go to find out that is actually Cap's notebook. That's yes. actually, remember that yep. Cap had the notebook. It yeah. was like things that I want to do that I missed out on, right? And I'm like, it's I just same. think it's, it's it's a really cool shout out to like he also had has like a list is his list is a little sadder than than Cap's list, <laughs> but uh yeah the, like the dude the 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 part when he goes on the date that's it's just it was just oh, so yeah. sad man Ooh, it, it, hit, it, hit, it hit hard man like really hard that, that was man, no, it was it was the, the yeah and the, and the one when he's like he, he's also trying to do the right thing and it's like when he's talking to the Japanese dad and it's like oh god. Like to, to know that he's killed the he's killed the the, the son. Yeah, it's like he's killed his son. It's like oh, but he's also trying to be cool with him and trying to tell him the truth. But he can't really because then he's gonna break his heart. It's like, oh, you... <laughs> um, that was a tough one. Yeah. Mm. <sighs> Mental health. Yeah, it's 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 nice that they approach they approach it again. It's and it's again that's that surprising that they do they, they touch upon that again, but. Um, it's got, and that's that's one of the points I had later on in the list, which was um, the superhero life is not just all, you know, you know, um, people looking up to them and having that awesome life and you know driving fast cars, but it's also a lot of consequences for their actions and uh, a lot of about how their past is screwing their present and potentially their future. So I thought that's it's it's really good that we see that because it's 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 um, far away from the 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 entire like sort of shallowness that we could see in other comics or other universes when it's like well he's a superhero yeah the end. exactly, exactly. <laughs> the end. cool yeah he can do whatever exactly. he wants doesn't yeah. matter um no i, I think your next your, ne your next point is, yeah. is is my favorite one <laughs> yeah no it, it, it's it's to me the, the the top three themes are like the racism theme the, the mental health mm -hmm. theme and then the there's like a society as a whole theme there yeah. around like for some people things were better during the blip yep. and it's like we still feel like thanos's influence across all the show and that's something that i really like because it connects it back to endgame and i see why this was kind of follow after endgame right because yep. you can still feel that thanos impact of just like yeah some people decided that actually thanos was onto something right and, it is. and uh, you know what the, 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 i've had a discussion a lot with people about like was Thanos actually like okay the, the actions he's taken and killing a bunch of people that that's horrible but like he like there's a lot of people that agree with him the saying that he's got a point though he like at the end at the end of the day he's got a massive point because it's like resources are limited all he's trying to do is trying to look out for people like like that make sure that that entire races and entire planets can survive and carry on and like even I remember walking out of Infinity Wars and I went huh he may have a point. <laughs> you know? 
it, it, it's kind of like someone decided like, you know what, we're, we're all treating like a vegan somewhere. We're all treating animals really badly. Let's just mm-hmm. kill all the humans. And I'm like, that works out really well for the animals, but you still can't condone like, like mass murder. And that's like the means will never justify the end. And then we're leaning into that theme again of like the means don't always justify the end. Mm. Right. And then with, with the, with the flag smashers. So that's another theme that I'm like, I'm really interested to see where it goes because it sets up. And, and, and there's some stuff here that that we probably touch on in the next, the next section, but it's like, I, I'm still not hundred percent sure who the big bad is if I'm being honest. Uh, But I, I like how they've set up the flag smashers as ambiguously bad. Because yes. they're definitely not painting them as total a holes. Uh, we we develop some sort some level of of whether it be empathy or sympathy for that the lead person in the um, in this flag smashes the, the the woman uh, oh, I forget her same. name. Yeah. Um, and uh, we get to kind of connect with her and like moments of tenderness that she has and like her thought process and stuff like that. Um, so I like that, that it's not just, just unanimously like, oh no, this is a big bad, this is Steppenwolf, he's a bad guy. It's like, it, it's that, not that. And that's something I really like because the, the, I think the, the whole um, bad guy just being there because he wants blood and guts and just want to to create chaos and, and, and just get your planet and, you know, that that's been done and overdone so often like okay you, you can have it still like the, the the justice league that was really you know that was there because that's the story that's fine but i don't expect much more from the from the bad guy but like especially in the marvel universe you can't just drop a monster and then uh, who's just bloodthirsty you, you, you have to have more of a gray area and more of a um a balanced approach for this it's yes. like and again that's that's to your point which is yeah, we don't know if they are the big bad guys. Like, okay, they do their actions can be reprehensible re- at, at times. You know, like Correct. blowing up the car in episode three in front of uh, of building they still full. That's yep. a horrible thing. Yep. But then, what are they trying to do? You can look at it and and you can understand certainly understand why they they they're, they're taking the actions they they're taking. So that's that's something that I really like. That's probably one of the things I enjoy the most. Actually, it's like trying to work out who they are and what they want to do and where they're going yep. with this. Yep. Um, and I agree with you. I, I don't think they are the big bad guys. I, I don't think this is who we're chasing in, in that story. Um, I agree. I think that so, it'll get interesting who it, who it becomes. Absolutely, absolutely. I, you know, I think we, we're going more towards the uh, what's the other guy? The um, ah, what's um, the the power broker? The power, power broker. Best name right. ever. <laughs> that's uh, I'm sure that's made a lot of people who are in finance uh, very excited. <laughs> I know. A power broker. Um, so yeah, it's 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 really interesting. I, I'm really enjoying that. I'm not trying to look into too much um, in terms of like who they are. Like I, I, I understand their ideas. I understand what they what they're yeah. trying to do, and I think that's really cool to 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 see that it's a little bit more. It's not black and white entirely, and that's that's really not refreshing, but it's really cool to again have yeah. that sort of bodies um, in there. Right. Uh, so is this a good pivot into what we liked? And I'll let you lead because I think oh. that that um, you've got some good points that uh, I might have a different opinion to. <laughs> so, yeah, my, fir- my first point, which we you'll disagree right away because you already <laughs> mentioned it, was the banter between Sam and, uh, and Bucky. Um, and I actually, you didn't like them, I know, but uh, I actually <laughs> like the one when the, at the end of episode three when Zemo, um, Baron Zemo gets his car. And then Bucky is on the passenger seat, and then you've got Sam. Oh. I like that little interaction there. Yeah. When he goes, like, so you're not going to move your seat? 
Bang, flashback <laughs> to Civil War. I was like, that yes. was good. That, that was, was good. good. Yeah. Um, but again, back into the interaction, I also like that um, that therapy scene when they uh, when they're acting like a married couple and uh, the therapist is making them sit facing each other and they have to. <laughs> I'm surprised you don't like that. I thought it was cool. I thought it was funny. It is my least favorite scene of the entire show. <laughs> I have to be honest. Even even Sharon, even Sharon Carter's fake fighting is it was better than, than that than that yeah, scene. Yeah, there's a lot of fake fighting. I agree. Yeah, but <laughs> and, and and I'll tell you why. It is completely unearned. Okay. It, yeah. They they come together. They just like throw them together for like no good reason. Right, like, like Bucky just goes, like, looks up for Sam. He's about to go into mission. He's like, okay, I'll tag along. Like, uh, yeah, yeah dude, you have, have history. They have history. They, 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 they have history. They, yeah, but in the history, this is not where their relationship was. This maybe I need to go back and rewatch Civil War because I feel like at Civil War they weren't at each other's throats at the end yes. of Civil War. They, they, they were. They were. They were. They were not at each other's throat, but like throughout the entire movie. There's little jabs that they, they throw at each other. Like there's oh, one, yeah. the, the fight scene at the airport, for example, when they both get um, dis- destroyed. <laughs> I was going to say destroyed. Yeah. They get beaten up by Spider-Man and then they, they get to the floor and it's like, they have their little talk and it's like, Bucky says, oh, I hate you. Uh, but that's a funny comedic um, yeah. So uh, they, they did have those those little banter coming back and forth, you know, going back and forth and um, that, that buddy type relationship. So it's, it's not... That, I don't think that's evolved too much. I think they, 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 it's pretty pretty consistent with what they had. But that's what I'm there for. So that's why mm-hmm. to me, the car scene was good. The the therapy scene, I thought was too in your face because their relationship has always been okay. like, like they're, they're doing stuff together, but like with the jabs. So I was like, little jab here, little jab there, little jab here. Like, I'm kind of annoyed at you, but I'm still going to show up and have your back. And this is very much like confrontational. I'm like, why would they be confrontational? Like I, I don't see anything in their character that says they should be confrontational to each other, but I do see like I'm annoyed at each other. That I get. Like so that's why I'm there for the scenes where I actually thought their relationship got better when Baron Zemo showed up. Yeah, so it's funny that you you mentioned that because to me I think they, they both of them um, represent a side of Captain America, something um, that has always been a conflict within Steve Rogers slash Captain America. Um, so you've seen, especially if you go back to Civil War, the, the, you see that conflict because Captain America is somebody that will always take one for the team. That was always um, trying to be the guy that is there to do the right thing and trying to yeah. make sure that you know we you see something going bad, he'll get to you know jump, get his body into the fire and, and trying to fix things. But also on um, saying that, he's got his flip side, which is also he's okay with disregard this, this, uh, that word disregarding a, an order and going against the rules yeah. uh, again if you go back to civil war he's yeah. directly against the um so- sokovian accords so- so- yep. so- i yep. can never say that yep. word again yeah he, he goes rogue right yeah he goes rogue and that's why you see him only in infinity war after that coming back from a two years yeah. um two years hi- hiatus i was gonna say but like he, he's been in hiding so I think both of these characters. So you've got Sam on the one hand that is like, um, who's like the 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 mirror of um, of Captain America in the way that he's like um, trying to serve as the voice of reason. He's the guy that is he's going to do the right thing. He's going to try to um, not break the rules and trying to be straight with everyone and trying to put his body on the line and trying to 
again fight for what's right that's then that's the bottom yeah. line with captain Amer- the captain america character it's like he was going to fight for what's right what he think is right bucky on the other hand is more like following the ideology of captain america and trying to get the job done regardless of what it takes and if that means yeah. breaking the rules then he'll do it but at the end of the day they serve they both of them serve the same purpose it's two different ways of going about it and that was within the character of Captain America and Steve Rogers. They both had to do what's right, but sometimes it takes breaking the law, which is contradict, <laughs> and that contradicts the Captain America ideology anyway, because it's supposed to be by the law and following following orders and that. But Steve Rogers had the other side of him, which was, uh, I'm gonna do and do what I think is right, and that means I'm gonna break all the accords. I'll do it. Dude, that's what they are. Bucky does that. I- I had not thought of this at all. And now it's kind of a little bit like making like the dots connect on, on something mm. that I'm like, wait a second, because we, I, I know we were going to do like speculation mode about uh, like in the yeah. same way of Wanda, but there is something about it though, that, that is really interesting. Um, that is, um, I think that, oh, thank you. I got hot water delivered straight to me. Oh, thank uh, you. coffee oh, o'clock. Ah, uh, coffee o'clock. Thank you very much. Uh, so there is something really interesting that could develop in that w- we keep thinking there's going to be one Captain America. And, and another ongoing like yes. plot point is like, who's going to be that? Because this is not going to be John Walker, right? At the end of the day. Um, will, will it be Sam? Will it be Bucky? Will it be somebody else? Or will it be? And you just made me think of like, maybe it's both. And, and really, that's why it is Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Maybe at the end, like, it wouldn't be so baller if there's like an action scene at the end where mm. they're both like, using the shield in their own way like like bucky like throws a shield at someone is like bounce off something and then like sam catches it in the air while he's flying and then like like throws it off <laughs> something else and like they have like this whole interaction where they use the shield together it would be kind of baller i think if that happened but That'd in the comics cool. they both they both serve as, as captain america at some point i think bucky is the one that takes over right after um, steve rogers and, that, and after that yeah. it's there's another run where um where sam is captain america so it could be it could be both. I mean, it's, again, going back Civil War, um, there's a fight scene against Iron Man at the end where they um, we've got Bucky and and Captain America throwing each other the shield just to beat up on on Iron Man. So you see you see yeah. it happening. Yeah. Um, and I agree. It's I think did I put that in my in my prediction points? I think I put that Sam would be Captain America. But the more I think about it, I think that, that duty could be shared between the two of them. Yeah. I could yeah. That. Yeah, and, and it's in the show title, right? It's the same way like we talked about WandaVision. Exactly. Like, at the end of the day, it was a show about WandaVision. Surprise! <laughs> this is a show about, about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So, all right, cool. Dude, awesome point. Loving it, man. Loving um, it. I think the the other things we'll go through uh, through my, my, my other points of the things I like, uh, I think, uh, quickly. Um, I think that's one of yours. That that, that, that club scene with Zemo oh dancing was baller <laughs> so i love that and i was like the, the whole club scene i was like oh this is how i want my, my 40th birthday party to be like just slick club and people having a good time that's not gonna happen but not the point uh i thought that scene was quite funny and see him dancing i was almost and choked it was in the, my water it was the nerdiest dance in the yeah. world <laughs> so and it was so what you would think that baron zima would do it, yes. it, it, it wasn't cool in any way. It was like straight out of like, did you did you watch the Eurovision movie with like Will Ferrell? Of course. It, it totally felt right in place yes. with any scene in that movie. And I loved it for it. Like the fact that Marvel did that, I'm like, Marvel, 
chef's kiss, man. Carry on. So nice. Please, more of that. I love those moments. Um, And then the other thing I like um, talking about Zemos, it's um, us getting um, a new backstory, sort of, because if you remember the backstory of Zemos' backstory in in Civil War, it's about him being uh, part of the Sokovian army and having his wife, uh, his son, and his dad died um as a result of the uh, the fight between the avengers and ultron yep i think the 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 backstory and, and that was him trying to you know, getting revenge on the avengers um uh, getting them to kill each other basically yeah as revenge uh, i think this one as a as a is the the backstory deviates a little bit so now you know he's rich he's batman rich he's got his own butler he's got yep. his own plane he's got a fleet of cars so he's very batman-y um yep. And that's that deviation from the, the the origin stories that we've got in Civil War. Uh, not the same thing. I, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with it. That changes it. It's sort of odd now um, because again, it's, it's ignoring a little bit of what happened in Civil War in a way, if you know what I mean. Because that's it's too different. Like he's no longer the guy from the army. Now it's somebody who's like, well, I've got cash money. Doesn't yeah. mean he can't be in the army, but. It to me opens the door to like I've got a bunch of questions about this. I'm like, okay, was he rich like already in Civil War? Was that something that I don't know why that wasn't included? Um, it, it, it was a shout out to, in the comics. He's rich. Yes, uh, in the comic, the, the, it, it's bounds. actually it's, yeah, yeah. It, it's Civil War that deviates from the comics. And the thing yes. about it is, if you think about that character in Civil War, that character, I, I think that for Civil War, the way they portrayed him actually is very nice. Um, Civil War is a movie that initially I, w- I was on the fence about, and then I came back and really appreciated it. And and then his character is one of the ones that I've that's made me really appreciate that movie. Um, and and in particular, it's like he plays like the um, uh, how do I put it? It's like the the everyday person. Like, yes. what if the everyday person wanted to, to 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 get rid of superheroes? What would be his motivations? Yeah, like his his family was impacted by superheroes, right? Mm-hmm. So it gives you like an everyday perspective because that's something that that Whedon kind of built into that like that storyline coming off the back of Ultron of just like the impact of people in Sokovia and what happened to Sokovians off the back of of the of the the of what happened in Ultron that carries forward in Civil War. So I was appreciative that it, that was a more grounded character, but the problem is that character wouldn't have any legs beyond that because he doesn't have any superpowers to your point right? yeah. so you gotta give him the the like like shout out to, to Snyderverse it's like like flash asking Batman what's your super it's like I'm rich yeah. right I'm rich. so so that's the only way that character becomes a big bad that's meaningful is like he's got to be rich and then it makes yeah. sense because if it's just a dude he no longer has a super serum he's in jail What's the point of having him? He has some knowledge. They can get that knowledge from him and he's done. But making him rich makes this more interesting. Like, oh, exactly. he has the ability of escaping and actually launching on like a full-on like plot about him again, right? So I, I, I like the pivot, but I agree. It, mm. it is like a bit of a retcon. It's, it's sure. slightly odd. It's like, yeah, yeah, a little bit. But, um, and anyway, that's taking me into my next point, yep. which is what you said, the consequences of their actions in terms of superheroes and the universe, the world they live in. And I think that's really, really cool that it's it's still yes. in it's still something that is part of the of the universe um, because they they do talk about that in, a lot in the Marvel universe. Yes, it's, it's not something that is new, you know. But I'm I'm quite glad that we still have things happening now, and what's happening is still directly connected to the actions they've taken five, six, seven, eight years ago yes. in previous movies, and that's really cool. Um, and also to the same point is um, something I wrote, I would say um, families. So that's brought to the Sam stories, going back to that, um, which is 
not directly benefit like not everyone in the family benefits from their success or their their um the famousness <laughs> like that word um you know it's like it's like when you see with sports people like basketball players and football players or soccer players for you um like everybody eats you know they have one guy who's super famous the rest of the family doesn't have to live of their 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 um success and that's sort of the opposite there it's like well yeah like he's he's famous sam's famous but that doesn't mean the rest of the family is famous like they're not in the spotlight um yeah and you think sam again like we were saying before he might have a little bit of cash but that's not the rest the same thing for the rest of the family right they've not at least from that aspect enjoyed the same success last thing uh the new captain america (laughs) that's one of the things i loved i love you you have it i think you said that you love to hate him yep love to hate that guy he's so hateable it's he's got a face you want to punch and I love it's the like actor. Such, like, such that, that, dude, that dude's been in a bunch of movies as, as, always as a B-roll, but like every time he's, he's been in anything, he's, he's been always really cool. Uh, but um, also when he came out came, came out at the end of episode one, I was like, this guy looks like Casey Neistat. If you don't know who that is, uh, go on YouTube. <laughs> oh, yeah. It yeah. wasn't him. But um, yeah, so it, dude, it, it, you're it, right. I didn't think of that. He totally that looked like, below, like, like yeah. Casey Neistat. Um, no, and, and it's interesting. So if, if you look at it, yeah, it's a new Captain America. You know it's not going to be Captain America for long because it's not the point of the show. And there's a lot of people again online that are going, oh, I don't like the new one. Just wait, keep, you know, yeah. chill. It'll, 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 it'll be there. It'll happen by the end of the series yeah. where it's not going to be Captain America anymore. What I like about it is like it shows how you can use power and you not just power in terms of, of being a super soldier. I'm yeah. talking like power in terms of yeah. what it brings, like what's involved around that how you can use it differently to achieve goals and how you can abuse your power. Um, yeah. There's that one scene in, in episode three when he goes to, like, I think they're in Berlin or something like that, and he's, he's trying to look for the the, the, the lady in the, in the Flag Smasher. Yeah. And he, yep, yep, yep. he goes physical, like he gets spat at, you know, like the, by the guy, the, 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 the club owner. It's not a club. It's not in a club. It's in the, what was it? Like uh, some sort of house, whatever. The house, let's call it the house owner. And the guy doesn't want to help him out, but and Captain America gets Captain America gets violent. And then, oh yeah, 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 yeah. You know, gets physical. Well, well, also he he pulls out the gun and shoots. Yeah. So even though Captain America did it in the first Avenger, but he doesn't he, he doesn't do it in the at like towards the end of the Infinity Saga. Uh, he never pulls out the gun. Uh, and I think uh, he curses, which Cap yeah. was very against cursing, right? Language, so already, yes. yeah, language. <laughs> So already like, and those are little things I feel are very intentional to let us feel like he stands for a lot of the things that Captain America in theory stands for, but yeah. he doesn't act like Captain America. What you stand for and how you act has to match up, and he his, there's a disconnect in what he stands for, what he how, how he's acting. Absolutely. So yeah, no, I think it's a great casting actually. He's, he, he, honestly, that guy was 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 getting so much hate because it's uh... like he's just so easy to hate. Um, and it's great. Like it's, it fits that's the show a mark. Perfectly. That's a mark of a good actor. If you're easy yeah. to hate, and if people like really, really can't stand the side of you, that yep. means you're doing your job well. You know, yep. that means you're you're really into it. Um, yep. Right, your turn. What did you like? like Already? <laughs> uh, no, no. I'll go. So honestly, um, every action scene, every action scene, I think has been like, and and the reason why is like it is movie level action yep. in a show. I think I think that's one of the things that's like so understated about this show is that. We are getting like, this is not like a dumb dad. Like, you know how you get like 
and no disrespect to the CW shows. The CW shows are awesome, but mm. it's CW level action because the budgets are much smaller. It's like, it's not the show's ambition's fault. It's like those shows actually over deliver given their budget. Um, yeah. But this show, it's like, you can tell all the money in the world went into this. And like that that scene in the with the trucks, that was super cool. And funny enough, one of my favorite scenes is from John Walker when he throws a shield and catches, catches his, his teammate with it. I was like, oh, that was super well done. <laughs> Um, but uh, but, the, but fight, that, the fight scene on the truck, I think it's episode one. Yeah, and yeah. Those two trucks one. are like, oh my god, yeah, that's just amazing. Yeah, but it was and like so you, well done. And like you said, there's a lot of TV series that you, you, I remember, like especially in the '90s and early 2000s, you used to watch those action scenes, and it's it's, it's like it looks badly choreographed and it looks oh, horrible. Yeah. And like yeah. now, you can see that because, and that's the thing. There's a lot of expectations around us. The, the the Marvel TV series is that you don't expect a TV series. You're actually watching a mini movie every time. So yes. you can't just you can't just phone it and, and just make those light action se- uh, action scenes. You've yeah. got to come out swinging. <laughs> you know, yeah, pun intended. Totally. Um, yep. It's and you have to deliver that every fight scenes. You can't have a light thing like in the nineties where you'd be like, huh? Let me let me. Uh, you know, and, and deliver a couple, ban- you know, like a couple lines and throw one punch and fight scenes over. Now you've got to go big yeah. time. You've got to go yeah. big production. So, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Every action scene is yeah. pretty, pretty, pretty interesting. Yeah, like just yesterday, Aiden was watching The Flash. And it was just funny because I just watched Falcon Winter Soldier and watched The Flash. And I'm like, oh, my God, it looks so cheap. And that show's good. Yeah. It's good in its own right. But it looks so much cheaper, right? And this, this does not look cheap in any way, which leads no. me to like one of my favorite things because it ties into this Madripoor. Oh yes. my God. Honestly, yes. it's one of my favorite locations. I actually, outside of Wakanda, it's my favorite look. Oh, wait, let me take that back. <laughs> no, outside of Wakanda, it's my favorite location to MCU. I love how Madripoor looks. It's like they brought color and they leaned mm. into the neon like to make it look weird. It's, it's almost like you feel like that's where uh um hawkeye when he was ronin yes. would have gone to to like yes. off a few people like out of love to fight scene in madripoor with hawkeye as ronin that would have been i'm sure amazing. he went there i'm sure he did. oh yeah he must have right so and, so like i really love that setting and, it, and it's again it's a shout out to uh mutants you know x-men yep. so no yep. i don't want to do this but yeah uh <laughs> yeah? <laughs> logan well, the, is in there the the woman that dies uh what is it um kelsey no uh, Shelby, Shelby. So Shelby actually has the ability to, to talk to computers, um, uh, which is a shout out to another comic uh, that's really interesting by, by Brian K. Vaughn. Uh, this also has kind of a, a similar premise. Uh, but point being is that um, I love the, the setting. It, it is no coincidence that I, just, I found this out only through, through a podcast I listened to uh, that uh, the, the, I see the director or he was an executive producer on that third episode was the guy that created John Wick. And oh, that's yeah. why that's got that feel. It's got such John Wick vibes. Oh, and that's why I'm like, third episode is my favorite one by a country mile, even though it actually doesn't have a huge action scene like the first two. Mm. The, the action scene is much more subdued. It's more like hand-to-hand combat. It's not like cars and, and all sorts of stuff that happens in the first one, yeah. like the, the, the big flying scene and stuff like that, which was really cool. Um, but uh, this is more grounded. But I am so there for it when they activate the beepers and everybody's like oh, yeah. bounty on their head. I'm like, oh, John Wick shout. Yeah, like, so I, that was directly John Wick. That was such a shout out. 
So yeah. excited about that. So I love those little homages. Like they're so nicely done in tactful way, but at the same time, it doesn't derail the plot, just makes the setting that much more interesting. So yes, there for Madripoor. Let's go back to Madripoor a lot, Marvel Universe. Oh, I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. Uh, and then uh, uh, this, the, the next one that I'll touch on is uh, Isaiah Bradley. Mm. Um, because this was new to me and now I really want to nerd out on it. Um, same, because same. When, when they revealed it, I'm like, Oh, so this guy was a super soldier. Oh, okay. And, and I had no context. I, I, I was, some people, they, as soon as they, some people, as soon as they said, we're going to Baltimore, Maryland, they guessed oh, they're going to go see Isaiah Bradley, which are like the deep, the deep MC, like, like Marvel yeah. nerds, like picked up on that. I don't go that deep on Marvel. Um, <laughs> but now I find out that like the Isaiah Bradley character is based on a comic called truth, red, white, and black which is when you find out that they did do experiments after CAP on more people to try to recreate the serum. And they experimented on 300 African-Americans of which 299 died during their experiments for the super serum in like apparently in these like horrific ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and only Isaiah Bradley survived it only to then be treated the way he was treated, right? So it's like, there's a huge story. So I, now I'm definitely picking up that comic, uh, Truth, Red, White, and Black, because it sounds amazing to read. And- and there's, you know, there's, um, there's another series to be made out of this. Like the, the, you can, you can, or a movie, you can go back and look at that period and make, um, you know, add, add that to the MCU timeline. Because uh, yeah. that'd be, that'd be super interesting to me. I, I'd love to know more. Like literally, when, as they were having the discussion in that episode, I was like, I, I want to know what happened to this guy. I, I, yeah. I need to know more about, about his backstory. I need to know what's, oh. where he comes from. Like, why is he the only one that survived? What has he done once he had the power? Like, what what happened to him? There's so many questions that came up when I was when I was watching that scene. There's a movie in there. <laughs> you know, there's oh, a movie in there. It's got to be. Oh, dude, yeah, like like get like someone baller cast as a young Isaiah Bradley, yeah. and just give him a no movie, even if it doesn't like lead to anything. I just want to go back and know about that moment. Like it, yeah. it it it's so interesting to me now so yeah we only got like five minutes with isaiah bradley and they were very impactful the actor's great like yeah. uh, i think it's uh, carl lumley uh he's his acting was awesome i hope we see more of him that that is one of my hopes i, I hope that we see more of isaiah bradley that was an amazing reveal um and and which actually i, I didn't write in here but some of the thing that I, i'm kind of enjoying is like all the reveals we i know we're not comparing but i will <laughs> all the reveals we wanted in wandavision if you really think of Falcon Winter Soldier, it's got a ton of reveals. Like it does, yeah, it's got a bit. Sharon Carter. We've got uh, Baron Zemo. We've got mm-hmm. Isaiah Bradley. Right. Um, we know there's like this power broker, which is I think is going to be a big character as well. Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of stuff, and of course we get Ayu from the Dora Milaje at the end of Episode Three. Another yep. big reveal. I'm like, it's been reveal crazy, man. I'm like, I'm loving it. So yeah, no, it's been very satisfying that way. <laughs> now it's it, there's a lot going on and it's yeah. to the point where you you were having earlier on it's like are they taking on too much almost yeah. it's it's um it could i don't i don't think it could be that downfall i think it would be great i think the more the more you put in there again going back to civil war civil war's got a lot of reveal that there's the new spider-man there's in this um yep. black panther both of these characters are absolutely massive are being introduced in that film yeah, yeah. So it's true. okay to 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 have a lot of have that. a lot of stuff stuff stuffed in there, so it, and it will work. And again, it's a long game. Like we'll, we'll yeah. get more, um, exactly uh, what's going on, who they are, and what they do in a few. Minutes. 
I'm, I'm interested in that point you've got in there. Baron Zemo as Joe Pesci. <laughs> like, what does that mean? <laughs> okay, so uh, this is something that that it it, it, it I, I cannot take full curve because there's a lot of people making this mm. comparison. But as soon as they said it, I instantly got it, which is. There's of course a lethal weapon comparison here. There, there's no way it can't be like. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. No, one of, of my things is like at some point Sam going like, "I'm too old for this shit." Is one of the things I really want from this show. <laughs> I really want that. Um, and you can see it's like Bucky's like the loose cannon, and mm-hmm. then Sam is like the straight. So that when when that dynamic is happening, I'm very happy. When when that okay. dynamic is happening, it's when they're trying to be like confrontational, which shows like I don't like you for these those reasons, like. That was never a lethal weapon. They were True. all be, they were being confrontational as the action played out in that jabby sort of way, right? Yeah, but yeah, then yeah. when they were then when they were together, they actually supported each other. Yeah, yeah. Like they they got so, but one of the things that made that relationship interesting is when they introduced Joe Pesci. <laughs> Joe Pesci made that movie great because he was the antagonist. Yeah. They were they, they were trying to work together and Joe Pesci would make it harder for them to work together. Yeah. He was always playing both sides. And you can see Baron Zemo doing the same thing. And oh my God, it works so well. That, that, that's when the relationship now for me got better. I'm like, he's clearly tired of antagonizing. And the one part when they talk about Marvin Gaye. Mm, yes. Dude, drop the mic. I'm like, that. that is the dialogue that I live for. Like just sure. them talking about trouble, man, and going like, and then Sam going like, so dude, you're totally out of line, but you're right. <laughs> it's, like, <laughs> it's like it was so well done, man. Like I love that dialogue there. So okay, I no, love no, that. that he, he, yeah, he, he's trying to antagonize both of them. When Bucky's when, like, when I, I don't like, it. I, I don't like that music. <laughs> when I read that point, I was like, huh, is he talking like? As in the actor is playing as Joe Pesci is playing, like because I didn't <laughs> notice anything like any mannerism or anything. I was like, what was he on about? But yeah, that yeah. makes a whole lot of sense. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and, and, yeah. and the guy playing Baron Zemo is showing some real range because in Baron Zemo, oh, yeah. he, he, he played him in like one note. He was always just like serious. And mm. here we're getting like a lot of different takes on Zemo, and like he's very good. Like I'm I'm really enjoying his acting. Yes, Daniel. What's his face? Daniel Brühl, I think that's his name. Something like um, that. Yeah. He he's a good actor. Actually, he was. Uh, I think he's he's like he's got a, one of those weird backgrounds. Like have Spanish, um, German, French, oh. whatever. I think he's got like a, a whole mix of, um, of <laughs> European countries within him. Oh, uh, Spanish German. There you go. Just Wikipedia his face. Uh, Spanish German actor. I think he lived in France as well. So I think his French is pretty good. Um, He's a great actor. Though. He's in a lot of good, great films. Uh, Inglorious Bastard, uh, Rush. He's in Rush as well as Nicky Lauda. If you've not watched Rush, it's a great film. It's about Formula One. Yes, that's right. He is Nicky Lauda. I forgot. Yeah, no, it's a great film. Very yeah. underrated, actually. Surprisingly oh, yes. good, good movie. Yeah. Um, so, uh, speaking of things that that are that are underrated in this in this series, uh, the music. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm not saying it's great. I am definitely not saying, but. Marvel for me has had an atrocious history of picking bad music, well, like not the score. Guardians of the Galaxy. Correct, exactly. Yeah. It, it's like let's. It's, we're talking score. We're talking music. The needle drops in most Marvel, like Captain Marvel. Yes, just destroyed it. It, it. it was just so bad. It's like when they play like 
I'm just a girl. I'm like, could you be more literal? Or like the Nirvana song? I'm like, that makes no sense. Like just Captain Marvel fucked that up so much. It, it, yes. it, it still annoys me a lot. Um, they they occasionally had those Led Zepp uh, songs come in with like, when uh, there was iron yeah exactly it's like those were like all right great we're doing something like and of course those Taika Waititi and of course Guardians of the Galaxy is just like a separate category yes. that that yeah, just yeah. It, MCU aside just movies in general there's they have some of the that's one of the best soundtracks ever made mm-hmm. um but here they brought in some good music that was like oh like no, they no, took no. a chance and it kind of worked and I'm like all right let's get more of that so I was very happy about that. Then especially in episode three, they had some good music playing. So I was like, all right, cool. That's nice. They're, they're, they're trying it out a bit more. You're, you're right. You're right. It's, it's, um, it's been a good component of part of the show. And so um, like, I think good, good music, you, you, if you don't not, notice the music or if you don't really pay attention to it, that means it's good. It's, it's been like refereeing in, in sports. Like if you don't see the refs, that means they're doing a good job. If you yeah. notice it too much, that means it's like, oof. It's either it can be made by, and again, Captain Marvel, perfect. I remember being in a cinema watching it, and then like I'm just a girl. When that when that came up, I went, "Oh no, you're just taking me out of the action scene right there. You just you just took me out. Like I should have been, I should be enjoying watching Captain Marvel beating like cracking heads and stuff. And then no, I was like, no, yeah. don't do that. Or, or even I, I had to make this about Captain Marvel because like, that movie should have been better. That it, it it deserved to be better. I think is the point yes. that I'm trying to make. Like her having like I think it's like a, a Soundgarden T-shirt. I'm like, but why? <laughs> but why? Like they try to do like like '90s Easter eggs. I'm like, but they made no sense. So they're stupid Easter eggs. So yeah. I don't know. But yeah, there's a lot of things about the movie that they, I was not happy about. Anyway, not about Captain Marvel. <laughs> not about Captain Marvel. Yes. Um, anything else? Anything else you want to add to your I like list? Uh, no, I think I'm, I'm happy comment. to pivot into I don't like we we, we I think we we've we've veered into that territory very organically. Well, we, we sort of, I think I think we sort of t- touch upon the, a lot of the, the stuff we didn't like already, so we, we can we can reiterate like we, unless there's something you want to really. Well, no, there is some new stuff that I want to touch on. Okay. Um, uh, let, let me get my mine out of the way. So because um, already I've already talked about it. Um, uh, really the the two biggest points is like i think one and two episode one and two are a bit slow i've sort of touched upon that a yep. little bit already could have mashed that up into one and i think the second one which is it's not the show's fault um but it's the wonder vision experience which is um of the quality of wonder vision and uh the how much we got involved in that show and how much the how many easter eggs and how many things that were going on and so many deep, di- different levels yeah. It's spoiling a little bit um, my enjoyment yeah. of the Falcon. Um, and again, nothing to do with the quality of the show itself. Everything is, they're doing everything absolutely right to me. Yeah. But it's just that we went through this now with WandaVision. And I'm trying to take myself out of the uh, the Easter egg hunt mode and trying to get not to read into too much into what's going on. And it's it's nice to to do that then to be able to do that but it's also i'm a, a little bit annoyed because it's spoiling the experience for me and i mean, i would love to be looking into like the easter eggs and looking into who that character is but somehow i find myself that i can't like I, i'm just looking at it i'm like i like that guy i'm not gonna go on online and yeah. look it up i don't want to look him up because i'm gonna set myself up to certain expectations and see some certain people drop into the episodes and when that's not happening i'm gonna go oh yeah that's it and that's that's it 
totally agreed around like the the power broker conversation uh yeah. because it, i don't i don't know if that has all any reference in the comic i actually purposely tried not to look into that oh, one because i'm same. like it'll, it'll spoil the show for me and i don't want to I, and on the flip side is like i am enjoying the references like isaiah bradley uh, even though it's technically, I think it's technically it could consider it be an any strike, I guess. Uh, but I love that that has set up something for me to go read, and I'm like that exactly. I love because now I, I'm going to go to something, and it's not given because I don't know what happens in a, if Isaiah Bradley was ever part of a storyline as like old man Isaiah Bradley. That I don't know. The the storyline I'm, I'm aware of is like when he's young and he's he becomes a super soldier, and that therefore. But whether that's going to be the case or not, I, I don't know. And of course. If we get into that conversation, like there's already people speculating about like Cap's gonna show up, like Chris, mm-hmm. like old old man Cap's gonna show up, uh, and I'm like, sure, if he does, he does; if he does, he doesn't, right? Exactly. Um, yeah, exactly. But 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 I'm I'm enjoying it for what it is, and I 100% agree with you, 100%. Same. Like I'm taking it as like I want to see some stuff blow up. I want to see some a couple good one-liners. I want to see yeah. how the relationship evolves, and and that's what I'm there for. I I, I don't want to go as deep as I, uh, you know, I don't want to go in as deep as I did with WandaVision, like looking into absolutely everything. And when I, when I look back at a, a bunch of videos, really, you know, podcasts we did, I'm like, you know, this, the, the one I, I was listening back to, what was it, episode, the, the um, um, trick-or-treat episode in, in WandaVision, um, when they yeah. all get dressed up and they go, um, and I'm like, the, you know, there's that one thing that everybody picked up on. There's like Vision's talking about something, and then he crosses his arms and he makes the, the shape of an yeah. X. And I'm like, yeah. see, I don't want to go into that anymore. I don't want to, and I, yeah. Anyway, you get the point. I'm, I'm trying to stay light. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, what you got? What, what, what's what's your dislike like? Well, I, well I, I, I think I've covered dialogue between Bucky and yep. Sam. Like, uh, I'm not happy with how they're and 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 so. But this is but it leads into my second point of, that I don't like that that is is relevant is that it's not that I dislike their acting. I think they're very good. They're doing sure. great acting. Um, it's just the lines they're writing for them I think aren't great. Um, but um, the one thing that I caught myself being very surprised at by episode three, which I was not expecting. Mm. I went into this episode already emotionally invested in, in Sam because yeah. he has that moment with Cap where it's like he gives him the shield and he goes, it feels like it's someone else's. And we start mm-hmm. off with him like giving away the shield. So I was like immediately invested in Sam. And then that just dropped. I'm yes. way more I'm way more invested, invested in Bucky. And, and I wasn't expecting that. And I'm kind of not happy about that not because i don't like bucky's storyline i really like bucky's storyline but i feel like they're they're like screwing over sam if you look at episode three which is is still my favorite episode but unfortunately sam's a sidekick the whole time like i i I got way more enjoyment out of baron zemo and bucky bucky like reverting back to winter soldier mode was awesome scene like baron zemo doing his baron zemo thing was amazing um and Sam was just there for the ride. And I'm like, oh, come on. Like, like give Sam more. Give him more. He's, like, he's slightly, he's like, yeah. He's getting Actually, slightly, a little bit. He, he's underwritten as hell in that one. It's just, just and that, that's, the, to me, that's the biggest um, surprise I've had in this, in this, in those three episodes so far. It's like, yeah, like, you're right. It's, it's the Falcon and Winter Soldier, but we're saying very little in terms of Sam and the Falcon and who he is. And I thought the, the show would be a little, uh, well, a lot more um on him like about him yeah yep um and he'll be m- more of a, of an active 
character in it. And Verena is like you say, he's a sidekick. It's just odd yep. to be to see him that way. Um, but again, I think there's a reason for it. For uh, in the first three, I think that's going to pay off for the last couple of episodes where he again predictions. But I think there's going to be a reverse in 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 dynamics, and he's going to be coming out as the the leader. Yeah, so, I, I hope so because we got three episodes to go. Even though they're long episodes, so we yeah, technically have a, like like a two hour and fifteen minute movie left to to watch. Mm-hmm. So you can do a lot in a two hour fifteen minute movie. Uh, so I hope that they turn that around a bit. Uh, because that that was one that it had it has annoyed me, but at the same time, like the Bucky storyline, I'm super into, which is oh, awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then the, I didn't actually have another list, but it's one thing that I, did, I, I touched on it earlier. And I, just, I I feel like I need to give it service. Is that <laughs> I I'm I'm happy to introduce Sharon Carter. Like I I generally have, I thought those were the characters that I felt I needed to have have her come back. I I love that she's like rogue and like has like paintings that are supposed to be like the originals of like the fakes that hang in museums and stuff all that was super cool like she's she's like managing the criminal underworld being a badass and then they give her a fight scene and one of the worst edits i've ever seen when they cut away from her to someone with a hoodie for no reason yes everyone's butt and I'm like, oh, come on, Marvel. You got all the money in the world. Just give Sharon Carter a couple of like Kung Fu lessons or something, man. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I'm sure she can fight. Like, I'm sure she can fight. And you can make the edits look good. And they just blatantly put in a stunt person with a hoodie. I'm like, hell yeah. Or just, I don't know. There's all sorts of ways they could have done that. And that that scene really let me down. It was, it like, was Sharon, like surprising. It was surprising yeah, Sharon, though. Sharon Carter gets to be a badass. And like, you like, don't show her face. So, yeah, I think I, I think I'm, I, I, we'll talk about um, Sharon Carter. I think it, it maybe in the next few, well, in the next review when it's all done. But she, I think she yeah. could be a, a great character moving forward in, in the MCU. Yeah. She she has the potential. She's a great actress anyway. But um, her story deserves more. Um, there's, there, I also want more from her. I want to know yeah. who, well, you know, we know who she is, but I want to know more of her, her backstory and where she was the, during those last two years because she was in hiding in um, Mandripur and yeah. But like, how did she get to that status she's got there? She looks like she's well connected and yep. There's a lot to talk about with her. And and has she processed the fact that she made out with her great uncle? Yes, <laughs> has that, which is has still been, the weirdest has, thing ever. It's still the with the elephant in the room, man, that no one's talking about. And I feel like we need to address it, Marvel. <laughs> so <laughs> it's the the Luke Leia kiss. It's like uh, it, it's well, a thing. <laughs> they've got they've got to appeal to people in Alabama, right? <laughs> Oh, and there goes a part of our, of our users. I mean, of our listeners. I'm kidding. We love you. Anything else you didn't like? No, if you were going to pick on someone, pick on, on, on Arkansas. Arkansas is being very backwards this week with some of their, true, their, true. their latest Actually, legislation. Very bad. I take it back, Alabama. Yes, <laughs> let's, back. let's pick. Let's pick on Arkansas. Arkansas. Uh, so, <laughs> um, uh, that, the, the only one I got is, is a small one. The the yeah. the ad, the global oh, yeah. Repri- repatriation council ad, GRC GRC. Just janky. They just dropped it in there for like no good reason. I mean, for, it's for good reason, but it just felt really odd I, I i didn't enjoy that i was like do you think do you think do you think that's something they filmed afterwards and went oh my god the ads in wonder vision are amazing let's drop an ad in there too i kind of feel that they lean into that <laughs> i'm like no don't lean out dude you like there's no reason this story why we needed that <laughs> so yeah, i agree i agree it, fe- it felt out of place it felt out of uh, place yeah, it was i was like why, why which 
which is a good pivot to yes. all the open plot points, man. Mm. Like, I don't know how they're going to land all this stuff because that's an open, like the Global Repatri- Repatriation Council is like, that's a plot point they open. Now we go, we want to know what that's about. And I'm like, yeah. are they going to get to that? So, so. Th- there's like, I'll just list them. We can talk through them. It's like, yeah, they, they opened up the plot point around the flag smashers. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen? Are they good? Or are they bad? There's a plot point clearly between Sam and Captain America. There's yeah. going to be a time where Sam and John Walker are going to have a fight. And I'm so there for yes, that. Please. Yes, please. They opened up, but they they leaned in hard in the in the first episode. Bucky's PTSD, and mm-hmm. and the, and I will say, while not liking the therapy scene, I do love the therapist. The therapist is awesome. Yes, I I, I would gladly see it like a show about that therapist because <laughs> <laughs> she's so badass. Like she's like, you guys yeah, just sit down and talk. <laughs> I really <laughs> like her. Um, and then they opened up another one around Zemo, right? Yes. Right. So Zemo's escaped, and then Wakanda's after him. So they opened up Wakanda. And then yes. they open up the power broker who I think, spoiler, I think that the power broker is Sharon Carter, but let's just park that. Um, <laughs> and then they opened up like Sharon oh. Carter's backstory as oh. well, right? Yeah. It's like Sharon Carter and Mandreport. That's another plot point. I'm like, they're opening up a ton, man. They need to start landing some stuff because I feel this show is, well, I'm really enjoying it. It's becoming about too many things. And and there's something to said about like, I'm taking, I take it they're taking inspiration about from like the, the James Bond shows or like Born Identity. They, they, those shows tend to be, sorry, those movies tend to be about a lot of things all at once, but they set, but not this many things. This is a lot of things yeah. that they've, they've set up. So, so your point is like some of these I think will not be tied up and I'm kind of okay with that, but then you start landing a few of them. They, they, they land a few of them, but I think you, it's, it's going back to the point I had at the start, which is you've got to be patient with those. Yeah. Some of them will get answered. Um, but most of them won't and those will get will get payoff for those in the next four five six years whenever they decide to talk about those you know whenever those points are addressed uh, in future movies and i'm okay with it it's it's fine that way and actually it's it's even better that way because i prefer that they answer those questions late later down the lane uh, down the line yeah and and it's okay. Like it's okay to get payoff much later on. Like I don't want them to rush into anything. They'll be like, "Well, the power broker is your mom," you know, whatever. Yeah. It's like it's, and you, they throw a character you never heard about. Like I'd, I'd rather they they take their time and we get an answer, you know, by the end of the show. And it's somebody like you said, maybe Sean Carter. That'd be that'd be cool. Um, yeah. So I'm I'm not too worried about them throwing too much in for now. It's okay yeah. because of the setup. The because of its of it being a marvel show within yep. a much wider universe so i'm, I'm okay with that they, they i think can handle that if yep. somebody um could do it anyway uh, uh, pivot, uh, uh, pivot pivot uh, pivot no pivot. 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 Pivot predictions because that that, that i think I, I kind of predicted a little bit the sharon carter thing and i'll tell you why exactly i think that might be the case as we go into like a predictions uh segment of the show mm-hmm. is that um one Sharon Carter was, at least in my view, was the sniper that took out Selby. Uh, yes, how did how did Sharon Carter know that to take her out at that moment? The the power broker had been notified that they were there. Yeah. Was it Sharon Carter? Second is when she walks away afterwards and then jumps into her fancy car and gets driven off. She's like, "We got we got a problem." Actually, two of them or something like that. She says, and "I'm like, mm-hmm. huh." So if they set up Sharon Carter as a big bad. 
I would be so happy, dude. So yes. happy, so happy to see that. Um, because just it's just justice for 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 her, right? It's like she gets to have like a proper moment in the MCU, and I think that would be awesome for her because she's and a cool character and she acts well. She's a cool character, and then and then you make it, the stakes even higher with Sam and Bucky because they have that relationship going back to yep. all those movies ago, and that's great. That's that's great to have her like being this. Oh, she almost came off as as a goody goody in in the in Civil War, like oh the even the the other movie she was involved in. I was like, oh, she's squeaky clean and she's the, um, what's her Carter's niece or whatever. And it's like, yeah. hey, cool. Yeah. You know, she's so nice and she has MI six or whatever CIA or FBI where she works for <laughs> these days. Yeah. And yeah. then bang, massive turnaround. She's now a baddie. That would be great. I, I'm, I'm I'll be happy if that's something that is, that turns to be turn out to be true. Then you know, well done. But it's. Uh, yeah. It'll be great. It'll be great. I, I think it, it rather than like, oh, look at what what, what 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 like the fans figured out. It's more like that's it's a it's a smart idea. It's yeah. a smart idea to do it. Yeah. That's what it's, it shows good writing. I'm like, I hope that that comes around because yes, of course, it, it, it to your point earlier about the implications of things. It's still the implications of civil war. It's like they make it very clear. Bucky was pardoned by the president. Sharon Carter wasn't. Like no one cared yeah. about her. Right. Yeah. So I'm like, of course she'd go off and be pissed off. And she's managed to get into like the criminal underworld. Yeah. Why wouldn't she rise up the ranks and just like, oh, yeah. she can't, she doesn't have a country she can go to. So I'm like, yeah, of course she'd be pissed off. So I'm like, that's, it's good motivation. It, it's, and you know, you know what I like about that prediction is that it's, there's a lot of, there's a lot going for it that, uh, that makes sense. And it's not without, yeah. it's not literally, you know, like, uh, some idiots saying that you know we'll get we'll get Doctor Strange at the end of uh, One Division. Now this one this one is more uh, <laughs> this one is more um, based in reality. It, it will make sense in terms of how people real would react to a situation like you you're basically turned you're turned away by your country and you've got all this knowledge of how criminals um, interact and how they, they behave. Yeah, and now you've you you belong nowhere. So where are you gonna go to a place where yeah. everything is? crap so you're yeah. people trying to make it as high as you can there and, and trying to be the correct running it correct sense to me. Or, or shout out to david sago the power broker is mephisto buddy oh yes <laughs> imagine that imagine that <laughs> that would be <laughs> i think i think people would just uh, unsubscribe from disney plus right away if that's the case. <laughs> oh i get that like freaking agatha <laughs> oh my god <laughs> they have like an agatha <laughs> If they have a montage where it's like it was Sharon all along, <laughs> that would be so funny. That would be the uh, best thing ever. Uh, but uh, but no, so should we move into your predictions then? Yeah, I had one which was a light one. Where, uh, where you said we, we'll get um, who was it? We'll get Sam to say what do you say? Um, you, you'll get Sam to say something. Uh, what was it? Oh, oh, Sam will say I'm too old for this shit. Oh uh, yeah, no, well, I, I, my, one of my predictions that Bucky will say I can do this all day. <gasps> which was, <laughs> That would be pretty sweet. I, I would love to see that. There's a fight scene, something happens, and bang, he's he gets knocked down. And it's like, oh, I can do this all day. And be like, yes, yes, you're Captain America. Um, moving on to my next prediction, which would be Sam would be the new Captain America. But yep. I, I think after our conversation, I think they'll share the the the, the role of Captain America, as in like having the shield in, in the fight scene. Yep. Yes, between the two of them. But my my biggest prediction out of all of this is yeah i think sam will end up 
No, I don't. I'm not gonna say f- no. He 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 might be forced into the role, but I think he'll understand what it what it means and what it's about, and he'll embrace it. And then he end up being Captain America because he knows he's the only one that's got the 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 same way of thinking, the same share the same values uh, as the original world, the original as Steve Rogers, Captain America. And I think, and that's why it's not a prediction; it's more of a wish. I want to see him taking it. I want to see. I want to see him be Captain America. Um, so I was really it's, excited at the end of Endgame for it, and I won't see that. It's it's very much just like what tips him in that direction. That, that that's the part. Yes, like I feel that's like it. there's a lot of options there of what tips him in that direction. It's like it's a fight with John Walker. It could be a conversation with Isaiah Bradley to like make 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 amends for what happened to Isaiah Bradley. It could be Chris Evans showing up as old Captain America, going like, <laughs> "No, Sam, it was always you." <laughs> right? It's like, are you going to be... take the job or what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah i've told you exactly. once <laughs> it's like was i not clear <laughs> no, watch him show up it's like sam did i fucking stutter it's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like i told you it was you <laughs> can he stop now <laughs> just take the job so yeah. so yeah i i think that it's a case that he will become it uh but it's a, how or does he share it with bucky somehow right it's like are they mm. cap, team captain america sort of thing right it's like Batman and Robin. Batman and Robin, yeah. Because because the whole okay. dynamic of them together like works when they're doing that, right? It's like when yeah. they're fighting together, it's like it's cool. Um, I, I still think there's room for, for Sam to be Captain America and Bucky to remain Bucky. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like in the, in the, in the di- dynamic and, and the relationship. Mm-hmm. I, I still think Captain America needs Bucky and, uh, and I don't know if Bucky's um, polished enough, if you know what I mean, um, yep. to be Captain America. I think Sam is... is He's, he's got the attributes that you need, the main characteristics to be Captain America. And I think that's more yeah. him. Uh, it yeah. relates more to him than, uh, than Bucky. They'd have to resolve Bucky's PTSD yes. like a lot that quicker. Not, not that he can't do it with PTSD no, no, no. because it's no, your, but at the same time, it's like, it, it's made it very clear that that's his, that's his journey to overcome in this, in this show, right? They, they, yeah. they, they're like the, when he was forced to become Winter Soldier again, you can tell like there will be implications to that. Um, so, and, and that's where we figure out how that gets resolved or not. So that, that, or, or, or maybe he becomes white wolf. Cause they've, they've alluded to that. Right. It's like, he was I, mentioned I, as white wolf. Yeah. He was. Yeah, exactly. Wolf, so yeah. Maybe that's and, it. And maybe that's exactly. Yeah. That's a good point. That's something now. that's, that's something that he could be, you know, moving towards like actually embrace that role, be that, Correct. and then let Sam be Captain America. Yeah. Yep. yep for sure. Anything else prediction wise, what you got? Uh, prediction wise, um, I think that the bad guys will not be the flag smashers. Agreed. Uh, yep. I, I think I think that's a bit of a red herring. Uh, I think that 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 will set up other things. Um, uh, I think that um, Bucky at some point will have the shield in his hands. Uh, he mm-hmm. will pick it up in somewhere or other, and there will be a moment for him. Uh, and uh, that, or or, and this is way more of a long shot. And I don't think it's going to happen. Isaiah picks up the shield. Isaiah Bradley. <laughs> And oh yeah. my god, I would be so happy if that happens. Um, but uh, but no, besides that, I think that's the only predictions I, I had going into it. Um, looking forward to what happens next with it, man. It's, it's yeah, a super man, fun show. It's it's a great show. It's very different. Again, it's that was part of my. Uh, it's 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 not one division, so people need to remember that it's not yep. the same thing. So enjoy it for what it is. It's a very different ride. Um, so that's why I'm taking it differently, and that's why I'm analyzing or uh, looking into it a lot more differently than I was with WandaVision. 
Um, yep. But yeah, I think that's that. I think uh, we'll, we'll 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 do the same for episode four, five, six, as I said yeah. um, earlier on. I think it'll, it'll be good to do um, to do a review of the entire series, uh, or the second part of the series, and then uh, see what we thought about it overall and where this leads us. Maybe we yep. get can get Dave. Maybe do you think he's? I oh think heck he's yeah! Watching. We can we can get him to uh, chime in. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I think that's it. I think we should uh, stop it here. I think we've covered everything that had to be covered. Yes. I thought it was interesting. Um, but yeah, so JC, thanks for joining in this lovely, I think it's episode, how many episodes have we done? Like, uh, it must be our 40th episode or something. Like, we're not that far. Oh, we had to count actually, oh, yeah. yeah. We've, we've, done, yeah. We've, done, we've done quite a lot. Yeah. Um, so yeah, thank you for having all those points ready and, and yeah. getting us uh, through the episode one, two, and three of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Well, and thanks for holding on to Fort last week with the Women's History Month. I heard it was a really oh. awesome app. So that's yes, good. Uh, if you don't know what, what I, um, that app was, that was um, we had Sarah back in talking about Women's History Month. I know it was in March and we released it in April, but that's fine. It doesn't matter. Um, and we had a bit of uh, recommendation episodes. We love those. And we talked about Buffy, um, X Files. Um, anything that had a, an ah, yeah. awesome, awesome, um, strong lead female character in it. So video games, nice. movies, TV series, comics, anime, um, the whole lot. And uh, yeah, we try, we're trying to keep it short and sweet, about an hour long. Yeah. And uh, we, we there's room to do a lot more. I think we we uh, we thought there was a lot more to be talked about, and that's that's great. There, there will be a part two, I think, at some point. We'll, we'll revisit that subject. I think this. There's a lot of strong characters out there that's yeah. to be uh, discussed and talked about. Anyway, in the meantime, uh, thank you to everyone who's been following us also on social media. We've got a, yeah. about 1,200 followers on Instagram. We've crossed the 400 uh, followers uh, step in, in on Twitter. Uh, again, don't look for us on Facebook. We're not there. We don't. Well, we are there, but we 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 just there. We don't. We don't look at it. Um, no. And LinkedIn. Yes, I love LinkedIn. <laughs> Maybe I'll switch your sponsorship deal right there. Um, but hey, that's it. Uh, if you want to listen oh. to more of our older episodes, go on Apple Podcasts. We're there. We're there on Spotify. Mm-hmm. We're on Podbean, Amazon Podcasts, uh, wherever you think there's a podcast, we'll be there. Um, yeah. So that's it. Again, thank you, JC, for joining us. We'll catch yeah. you guys in the next episode maybe next week at some point we don't know what we're talking about yet but we'll 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 figure it out awesome androids aliens and wizards